Good morning, Valentine's Day. Thanks so much for joining us to the self-care doc. Today we're gonna slow things down mm. by having more and more fun. Oh we yeah. We got Dr. Janice and Colin oh, back in the studio. Today, gang, we're going to uh, kind of pause our segment a little bit, but we're going to tie in some more stuff that goes with the, with the uh, series that we've been on about uh, Cupid is Stupid. So but, stupid. So stupid. It's about to go down, y'all. That's right. Who no more baby naked in babies diapers. Here, right? Yeah, babies in diapers are sexy. They go poopy <laughs> in those diapers. I, I don't Ugh. think the babies are supposed to be the sexy part, Janice. Well... They're supposed Still, to shoot arrows. Yes, but if you Red know flag. Cupid's coming your because way, because love is it's love. To love exciting. has pain. Okay, fine. I, don't, I just made that up. I don't. Uh, <laughs> Can we start over? So Diaper's no, we're we're, okay. we're rolling with this. So today, gang, what we're doing, we're gonna have more fun with this, and you're gonna see us uh, kind of a, a different side of all of us, uh, and there might even be some uh, maybe musical the interludes. Maybe the backside. Uh, there may be some uh, musical interludes, and just uh, we're gonna have some fun. Maybe some different Valentine stories, or just quotes, and just uh, different fun with Valentine's Day and love. Now we understand that Valentine's Day can bring some sadness for a lot of people. Uh, it can create some loneliness, and you know what? We want to help you start your day or start your experience with some laughter, some uh, some excitement, maybe some joy, well, um, and just know that you're not alone in this. And if it does create loneliness, let's face it. Yeah. There's some really positive things that can come out of lonely moment, moments. I started my day in one of the, in that way this morning. Oh, I'm so curious, but I'm afraid of what that means. You Colin. should be. Okay. It's a, the best way to love yourself. No, we're not going to the gutter this fast. Let's move along, Dr. Brown. Move to along. love myself Nothing to see is the here. beginning of a lifelong romance. Oscar oh. Wilde. Oh, please. So let's jump into it. So... Uh, when we think of love, we think of Valentine's. Like, what are some of the greatest love stories that you guys can think of? You know, the classic is you know the Shakespeare uh, Romeo and Juliet. Sure. Yeah, that's you know a classic. A rose by any other name is still a rose. And I think for me, yes. I don't know. This is probably too much, like guilty pleasure. But Sweet Home Alabama. I could watch that movie over and over and over. Like the classic idea of woman loves boy, it doesn't work out. She goes to the big city, finds a rich dude, and then still wants the redneck. I guess that's like, it just makes me feel good that maybe the small town redneck has a chance. You resemble a lot of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, as we, let's not break this down. Please don't psychoanalyze me small in this town. moment. Small town. Did someone say small town? Do you know that we are all Iowegians here? Every one of us, all we, three. We actually just realized that today. Yes. So yes. that's why we're all so special. And, and we're all, well, I guess not all of us are over here in Nebraska side, but um, yeah, so that's fun, right? So Midwestern, but influenced by the world and mm -hmm. all of the uh, different travels and experiences that we've all experienced or that we've all had. Um, you know, uh, growing up, I grew up in, in Winterset, Iowa, actually just south of Des Moines. And as I was growing up, uh, a very, very famous movie came and was recorded there. Uh, had Meryl Streep. And what's his name? Uh, Dirty Harry. Oh, uh, Clint Eastwood. Yes, they were yes. good. Um, <laughs> and so as I was growing up, um, they came and made a movie based off of a book that was a uh, an Oprah bestseller and a New York Times bestseller. What's the name of the book in the movie? The Bridges of Madison County. That's my hometown. So uh, growing up, it was interesting because we all knew about the bridges, and we're just like, oh, okay, it's a bridge. But it became this giant thing, and it, it, you know they've got the covered bridge days every year and everything. Mm -hmm. But what was interesting, I remember the story as a kid, where 
one of the bridges, um, a guy and a girl, they they were, you know, macking on each other. That's the new way to say it, right? Macking on each macking other. On that each was that the, like making out? That, that was the were, new way of saying it in like 99. Oh, well, well there you go. 69 or 99? What's oh 99? Oh, wow. Jeff. Bazinga. No, I don't know what 99 is. I'm not the kidding. Year. We I don't know what 69 oh, is. Sorry, sorry, you guys. I totally lost track. So <laughs> in the first few minutes of this, uh, this episode, you know where the hell we're going. So uh, all over the place. With uh, no roadmap in 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 in, uh, in our view, um, so growing up, these two kids they were in love, and they went to one of the maps or one of the maps. <laughs> they went to one of the bridges and they carved their name. You know, so and so loves so and so, and then she broke up with him. And the reasonable thing the young lad would do, of course, was go and burn the damn bridge down. Right. And yeah. so we lost one of the bridges because of this. Yes. And so these very romantic kind of ideals of you know, the simplicity of love. And we've got one of the greatest, I think, movies ever made about love is, of course, The Notebook. Mm-hmm. This idea of just love and the struggles of love and how life affects it. And I, I don't know, just, uh, I assume, has everybody seen this movie? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, like, yes. What do you take from that movie? Um, again, guilty pleasure. I, I, I love rom-coms. Um, and the idea of this lifelong, beautiful love that like endured so much. But at the end of the day, like I could give a whole review on this movie. He loved her so much that he told her their story every single day because of like her dementia and, and her medical things. And then you want to talk about tearjerker, they die at the same time. Well, like, way to ruin it for everybody. Yeah, if you haven't yes. seen The Notebook, yes. you've been living under a rock. I apologize for uh-huh. spoiling it. but yes. No, we just lost a follower. That's awesome. Well, <laughs> a follower. We a, only had seven. <laughs> right. <I'm saying. laughs> yeah, be careful there. No, I, I think that is, I agree. It is beautiful. And one of my all-time, you know, favorite classics is On Golden Pond. Mm. And it is, it's just this long love. You know, we are pretty obsessed, I believe, in our culture with this Young romance, young love, you know, young, 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 which, hey, young is great. That is fabulous. I mean, things work a lot different when you're young, too. But anyway, but when we look at love in longevity and the beauty and the honor of experiencing aging with that other person. My endless love. Oh, come on. Yes, but I love On Golden Pond (laughs) and how that, you know, plays out. Yes. Well, and, and, Dr. Brown, you just transitioned to another classic love movie, Happy Gilmore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's amazing. Like, she doesn't date golfers, yeah. but then they do the ice skating rink, the My Endless from Love. Golden Pond to yeah, Happy Gilmore. It's the same thing. <laughs> what the? I, I'm going to stop following us. Are you too good for your home? <laughs> yes. I think it was an innuendo. He was talking about his ball being too good for the home, going the home. Anyways, it's a classic love story. Yes. We all know this. Am I the only one? I I, I I maybe I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Happy I get Gilmore? it. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Know. Alex, I'd like mental health for five hundred, please. <laughs> I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. Like hey. that is a thing. <laughs> that and this is part of your love story. Call yeah. Us, and, and you're single. Tell yeah. us more. <laughs> <laughs> I can give you a couple phone numbers if you want to know why. <laughs> okay. Well, but but looking at that idea of that, and I I think it's you're right on. It's this this idea of. Um, this, this endless love that when that fire is lit, it's the beauty of does it ever go out? And the only one that can extinguish that fire is us. Mm-hmm. And it's understanding, like, for me, 
my my dream in love is being having me and the love that I have shine so brightly and finding a partner whose love is shining so brightly that when we are together that we show the world that well frankly that we blind the entire world that that love is something that they look at and they're just like well shit yep that's it that's, that's what it's supposed to look like that's what life's about and isn't that what we all in so many ways we crave that and it's not about everybody else but it's about being so secure and so comfortable in what we are mm-hmm. not for anybody else but for us and you've heard me say this before that when we go to the altar and we say do you so and so take blah 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 to be your blah 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 we say, I do. And we make this very selfish statement. And what we should be saying is, we will. Mm-hmm. And the more we have this idea, this concept of we-ness, or there's, that's the elbow part, right? We-ness? Yeah. That's right here. <laughs> Tip of the elbow. But when we have that togetherness, that, that understanding of us, when we do the foundation well, mm-hmm. it's amazing. And I think so many people, they try to build this house together and they pretty it up and they make it attractive to everybody else and they focus on the sex and the kind of the outward appearance of it. But when you focus on the foundation of what the relationship is and you build the structure of the walls and the home, not the house, mm-hmm. the sex and the intimacies and the, the exciting things that others would look for, that becomes the paint or the outside of the home, mm-hmm. not the structure of what actually is. Right, right. And I have actually um, been to weddings, and you know, I sang at weddings many million years ago. We, we were don't just believe you. Let's hear it. That. No. No, nope, let's hear it, Janice. No. You, you opened it up. No. We have we're a not. rule: you can't stop in the middle of a sentence. Come on. No. Nope. I'm not going to say another we'll word sing. until we'll you sing. We'll sing later. We'll sing later. What? 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 What will you? Well, I don't sing? know. We'll we'll play <laughs> with that later. But no, I really that is something that I noticed. The first time I was singing at a wedding, and I was you know listening when I wasn't singing, obviously. And I heard the couples say their responses were, we will. Oh, I love it. And when I heard that. No, that was a Dr. Brown original. Nobody's ever said that uh, before. Yeah. But no, truly, it really took me by surprise. And I was raised Catholic. And I was not in a Catholic church at this wedding. And I heard that. And I thought, ooh, blasphemy? What was that? (laughs) But then I listened to it. And I thought, that's cool. Yeah. So here I am a million years later. And you've got wisdom. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> so, sorry. But I always joke that the difference between intelligence and wisdom, uh, intelligence intelligence is knowing stuff. Wisdom is knowing how to use it and when to use it. Mm-hmm. So uh, isn't it funny how uh, we can be in a moment and we think we've got this figured out and then something clicks and we're like, wow, this was not of me in these moments. Mm-hmm. And I think love can often be that way, right? Mm-hmm. You know, one of the great, great love stories, and I'm going to call this stupid freaking thing out, uh, that people just absolutely love is the movie Titanic. Yes. Like, okay, so Leo true is love. Epic. And I, I get what they were going for, but it's like you loved him so much. Like, share the damn board. I'll never let you go, like, Jack. The, and then she let him go. Right. I did not like that movie. They okay, was, I'm odd man out here. So, so, so true story. So uh, my graduating year was the year that movie came out. And on the backdrop of where we would walk across the stage to graduate, the art club made a giant Titanic and put all of our pictures on it. And even at that age, I'm like, so we're all going to go into the damn world and die? Yeah. Sinking ship. Like, didn't think that one through. Right. Mm -hmm. So. Absolutely. But the essence of what they were trying to go for was that um, we get caught in situations and in relationships, but we've got to listen to our hearts. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. and listening to our hearts sometimes doesn't make a lot of damn sense, does it? Nope. We can really fool ourselves of mm -hmm. what we think that we're doing. And furthermore, we can fool ourselves because we, we believe this is what it's supposed to look like and I'm supposed to go through and do things a certain way mm -hmm. and then it's going to work out. We talked about the just world belief, right? Mm -hmm. But the reality is who we are when we start a relationship sometimes is not who we are going to be down the road. Mm -hmm. And if we're not communicating with our partner about that, we're evolving differently and assuming that we know who we're going to be so we're going to evolve and then we know they know who they're going to be and then we're just going to follow the same trajectory. And I see this time and time again of how dumb we can be in relationships. And we don't mean to be, but we're dumb because we just think we're static as humans once we hit adulthood. And it's not the case. Mm -hmm. I know for me, I mean, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, I'm not that same guy. I might be the same person, but I am not that same guy. We've got to make sure that we're communicating about that. And when we watch some of these movies or we hear some of these songs or we, some of these experiences... Um, Janice, uh, uh, what would you say, what is it that makes us so attuned to these things? What makes us just gravitate towards some of these things? I think a lot of it is, you mentioned this earlier, the truth of what our core desires is that kind of love, that kind of connection. And so often what we want the most, the kind of love that you described we, what we want the most, we're the most afraid of. Yeah. And what you're describing takes so much vulnerability yeah. and almost, quote, perfect vulnerability for, from what you were describing um, as far as what you want from a relationship because that's what most people want. Yeah. But getting there is very, very difficult because of that vulnerability. Like I talked about last time, I, well, I don't know which podcast it was, but it's that reality of what if I tell you who I am and you don't like it? And that is all I have. Yeah. That fear of rejection is enormous for people. Yeah. So well, I, I think mm -hmm. uh, especially Hollywood and producers and all that, I think people forget that when we watch these movies, like we forget that there's sociologists, psychologists, marketing people, like all of these people to elicit an emotion in you, a reaction, instead of showing you, oh, this is what normal life is. Now we have this reality show bullshit, right? Mm -hmm. But for the most part, we watch these things and we think, oh, that's attainable. No, it's not. Well, it is. And, and here's no, what no, I No, no, it's not. I said no, It is. Colin. Damn it. It is. But the reality is, is we're watching through a lens that's two hours long that's covering a lifetime. And so we try to do things like on days like today, Valentine's Day, like create a lifetime worth of love in one frickin' day, right? right? It's, it's craziness. So yes. you're looking at an entire picture in all the movies we, we uh, mentioned, The Notebook, which I gave a spoiler, I apologize, Sweet Home Alabama, oh, I think you wrecked Titanic. It. You didn't spoil it. Wrecked it. <laughs> Hashtag wrecked yeah. um, but that's that, That'll get you to a different website. I'm guessing. <laughs> so. yeah. Go check it out. Let us know what you find. <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> but Colin's address is. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but going back to your point is like, I, I do think that that is attainable, but it's not attainable overnight. And you're not going to get there with one corny holiday like today and have a lifetime worth of love and memories and vulnerability and ha good times and bad times. And like what those movies don't show is in order for people to have that kind of love, 
they've gone through an entire lifetime of lows in that love and understanding and compromise and hurt and pain. And you don't see that on the big screen. That's right. That's right. It's romanticized again. And when I look at relationships, it's those phases of a relationship, you know, the romance, the disillusionment, uh, you know, the, the things that happen and we get we want to get stuck in that romance and not realize we get into disillusionment and despair. And what are we going to do in despair? Because we're going to hit it. We will hit it over and over and over again. And with that despair, you know, we can bail out, get out of the relationship. We can dig in. You know, we can settle in. And digging in is the only way we are going to get into growth and mature love and true intimacy. And and we want to get stuck or, or let me say the society and the movies that we're talking about, it's like getting stuck in that romance phase that is topical. It's lovely and it feels good and it's fluffy and thank goodness we have that. But the depth is so important to get there and it can be hard to get there and you have to go through really, really yucky stuff to get there sometimes. But if you can do it and grow together, the beauty that comes out on the other end. And that's why I love like On Golden Pond because you look at that relationship that they're, they've portrayed in that movie that is just, it's gone on forever. And they've gone through, you know, those phases of a relationship so many times and they're still standing and still loving each other. Yeah. Well, and I, I think it's a great point. It provides hope for us. Mm-hmm. You know, oftentimes... Uh, you know, folks will look at their families of origin and how they were raised and what love looked like, but then they see maybe their grandparents and they think, how did you guys stay together when you guys had to likely go through so much more trial and tribulation? But there was just an acceptance of, this is my person and that's, that's there's no question, we're just going to do this thing. Mm-hmm. Where now we have this idea that we can throw it away. We're we can a throwaway try, society. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I, I always call it the, the Burger King mentality, kind of your way right away. And I think when we are selfless, more selfless, but we're focusing on uh, something bigger than ourselves, and it's not so much how we portray it, but how are we influencing others? How are we showing our, our children what love means? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the greatest gifts I think we give to our children, you'll hear me say this over and over again, is realizing that we didn't pick them, they didn't pick us, but we do pick our partner. And if we can show them what a healthy, effective relationship is, that's going to help them with their friends, with their coworkers, with their boss, with their future partner, because they're going to understand that conflict is normal. And John Gottman would support this. Conflict is normal. It's, it's about how you are in conflict and how you work through conflict that makes the biggest difference. Um, having this expectation that, oh, well, we fought, so we, or we fight all the time. That's not an issue of you guys are so disillusioned, you guys are so off. It's that you guys aren't communicating effectively. You know, where one person might say, uh, you know, I'm done watching TV, and the other person, like, takes 10, 15 more minutes, and they decide, oh, well, I'm done. So they shut the TV off, and they walk out of the room, and they shut the light off too. Well, the, the person that's still sitting there can say, what the F? Or they can say, hey, babe, uh, would you mind turning the light back on? Mm-hmm. That's part of what love is, is being able to say, they didn't intend to just be an asshole, that they maybe just didn't realize it. Or maybe they were being an asshole, but it doesn't mean you have to be. We talked about that before. Your love is your choice. Mm -hmm. How they receive it is theirs. So as we look at, and I think this is an interesting way to kind of uh, maybe segue here, maybe a little bit, is look at the way media has portrayed love and how it's transitioned. We've gone from 
this very uh, kind of uh, I love Lucy mentality or this Dick Van Dyke mentality where there wasn't a lot of romance. But then we moved into this over-sexualized, over-romanticized kind of mindset. Has that helped or hurt society and relationships today? I think it's hurt, personally. Um, I think it has put a lot of false expectations out there. Um, again, it's the, if I'm not happy, then, you know, I'm jumping out of this box and getting into the next box because, quote, you don't make me happy or I'm not yeah. happy, so away I go. Uh, instead of the, you know, the long-term relationship type of a piece when we do make a commitment and want to go through life's stages and age with the other individual and that it's not going to be pretty. And yeah. that's the big thing is many times love is not pretty. Real love is not pretty. And so some of the over-romanticizing of things um, I think can set people up for an expectation that is not reality. Well, and that's a brilliant point. It's expectation on both sides. And yes. I'll, I'll, very, uh, I'll say this just because I'm a male. As women have the expectation, this is what love should look like and this is what he should do for me, guys have an expectation of, if I don't do this, I'm a failure. Or how do I live up to something like that? And I think that's something that we've really got to be able to appreciate. It's not about what you're shown in media. It's actually more so what you communicate to each other. You know, and, and if a spouse says, I like it when you do this, again, if you start doing that and they say, well, you're just doing it because I told you. No, yes. I'm doing it because I listened. I listened. Because I love you and because I want to make sure I'm loving you the way you're telling me you want to be loved. Well, and, and I think one of the things you talked about is like the Dick Van Dyke era versus the extremely sexualized era right now. Um, it's, it's we live in a society of instant gratification, right? And we want the best of everything right now. Um, I, I do appreciate where this conversation is going. Like, I think there's a lot to learn here. But it's freaking Valentine's Day, all right? Like, we're not going to have a lifelong love in one episode today. Not so let's talk attitude. about, Jeez. hey. Hey, you know what? I'm young. I'm I'm wanting to hear like I I don't want to solve my relationship problems today. Yeah. What can I do today to have a great time on Valentine's Day whether I'm with somebody or not with somebody? Sing. Be sing? Yeah. Which you said you were going to sing earlier. Is now the time? I don't know. Janice, Dr. Brown. Janice. Jenna. Oh my gosh. Ladies wow. and gentlemen, the world okay. premiere. Are you going to join me? You guys join me. Depends, depends on, on if you, you sing a good song well, or not. You're doing it off air. So you ready? I don't, I don't know what you're talking okay. about. Okay. Okay. She ready. lies. Uh, this thing called love. Uh -huh. I just uh -huh. can't handle it. This thing mm -hmm. called love. I can't, I can't uh -huh. compete with that. Oh, would you stop? <laughs> All right. Play Miley Cyrus. Ready. Crazy little thing called love. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, okay, that was enough. That was Holy awful. Shit. We either just lost viewers or or <laughs> listeners. I think I'm just gonna give everything up right now. I can't compete with that kind of talent. So, oh, yeah, no. this yeah, is just a hobby of hers. Yeah, no. just a hobby. Wow. Right. No. You know, on this on a hobby when she spends all of her time, you know, practicing medicine. Right, helping humans. Yeah, hmm, that's yeah, weird. Jeez. Yeah. yeah, what do I do? I sell plumbing parts. But hey, you know what? We all shit. 
Hashtag did you just, plumbing. Did you just say you laid pipe? What, what did you say? <laughs> I, I would like to think so. I'm trying to loosen this up, gang. Yeah. Come on. These hey. are the jokes, people. Yeah, Come don't on. be a fool. Wrap your tool. Poopy. Oh, no, no. now we're talking about no. safe sex and not giving think... someone an STD. That's good. Yeah. Well, was it? I think it was Madonna. She said uh, uh, on uh, some award shows, hey, you boys, don't be silly. Put a rubber on your willy. <laughs> oh, that, sh- that stuff stuck with. That's, yes. I mean, it's yeah. still in my brain parts. Yes. Yes. Yeah. In those brain parts. Those brain parts mm-hmm. at the dangerous, dangerous place. Yes. You're you're quoting Madonna. <laughs> it's better than like credibility for me just went like just it's a little okay. bit. I accept your judgment, but I don't <laughs> actually I don't accept your judgment. You are free to have it though, Connor. You tell me you were wrong, but your words fall short on the ground. And I don't know, I don't know, but part of me.